Welcome to Glass Talk, Canada's podcast for the architectural glass industry. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi, and welcome to Glass Talk. I'm Pat Flannery. Today we spoke with Jeff Dalaba and Ben Beeler from the Architectural Glass and Metal Certification Council. Uh, Jeff and Ben uh, administer the North American Contractor Certification Program and the Architectural Glass and Metal Technician Programs. And uh, you'll hear in this episode uh, just what exactly those are. But put shortly, they're, they're programs that are uh, attempting to drive a higher level of, uh, of quality and, uh, and, and to give contractors a way to certify their abilities and to give glaziers ability to certify their abilities uh, in a way that uh, is third-party verified and everyone can uh, understand. I, I've been a big proponent of these programs uh, ever since I learned about them. Um, they have done an incredible job. They're ISO uh, recognized and um, it's, it, it, they really are something that, that I think any uh, glazing contractor who's serious about their business uh, and glazier who's serious about their career uh, should be looking at. Um, Jeff and uh, Ben and I get into uh, some of the new things uh, that they've had to do to adjust to COVID. The Architectural Glass and Metal Technician Program uh, needs to test uh, their students. Obviously, that's been a challenge uh, to get those physical tests done. Uh, they've moved really heaven and earth to make uh, some remote training uh, available. At least the uh, written version of the test is able to be done uh, remotely and still conform to the, the strict ISO standards that the program has to meet. Um, we talked about how the uh, National Con uh, North American Contractor Certification Program improves the quality of uh, contractors that are members. Uh, putting a quality program in place is sort of one of those things that everybody knows they should do and never gets around to. Uh, well, the, this program uh, uh, sort of does that in addition to really a number of other things that we get into. Uh, and some of the uh, uh, new and upcoming uh, possible insurance benefits uh, from being uh, involved with these programs. So without further ado, I bring you Ben Beeler from AGMT, Jeff Dalaba from the North American Contractor Certification Program. Okay, I'm here with Jeff Dalaba and Ben Beeler from the AGMCC, the Architectural Glass and Metal Certification Council. Uh, they run both uh, the uh, North American Contractor Certification Program and the Architectural Glass and Metal Technician Programs. I made it through all those acronyms successfully. That's very exciting. Um, and uh, they're here with me today uh, just to, uh, to talk about some new developments. Uh, we, we've talked a lot about those programs. Uh, in, in the magazine and on the channels uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, I, I've uh, been a huge proponent, frankly, of, uh, of the whole uh, AGMCC uh, organization and what they're trying to do. Um, so uh, welcome, you guys, and uh, good to have you with me today. Good to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Very good yeah. to be here. So um, let's, I guess we'll start off with you, Jeff. Uh, just give me, a, why don't you do NACC? And, uh, and give us a, a, a quick overview of, of, of that program and what you guys are up to there. Yes, certainly I'd be happy to do that. I, I think just to, to start off, if you, you look at uh, any of the programs, whether it's NACC or AGMT, and what we're, we're trying to do, 
uh, in a word, competency. We're trying to recognize competency and we're trying to drive towards positive outcomes on projects with fewer defects, smaller punch lists, um, better contractor interaction and glazer interaction with the end users um, to make sure that the end product meets or exceeds customer expectations. So, you know, this is something that started for the NACC program back in 2014. And I should mention that part of the company history of the company that uh, provides the certification body services, AMS, uh, has a, a history of product certifications. And the industry has always done certifications for products. For example, insulating glass, providing certification of insulating glass, um, or safety glazing. Sometimes products are only as good as the installation. And I guess in, in most cases that would be true. So if you have products that are certified or products that have been tested or engineered to certain standards, along with the systems that, that contain those products, if they're not installed properly, then you know, it's, it's not gonna lead to a, a uh, positive outcome and it's not gonna lead to longevity for that, for that building. So as far as what NACC does, we look at systems. Um, we look at a contractor and we say, are there reproducible systems that that contractor has in place um, which are based on industry best practices? So are there systems in place to ensure quality? Are there systems in place to ensure safety? Are there systems to in, in place to make sure that contracts are carried out as executed, that the glazing process is carried out? And then along with that is the company um, that's providing the services as a subcontractor for glazing. First of all, uh, do they have the infrastructure and do they have the financial abilities to complete the job? So when you start to pull all these different components together, and you look at the systems and the infrastructure that's in place for a contractor, you can start to connect the dots and say, okay, this is a way to lead to a positive outcome for the project. Um, so, you know, how was this created? Well, the industry got together um, and this has been created not by, uh, you know, just our company. This is something that's been created by the industry. So manufacturers have had say in this and, and how we design this and suppliers along with general contractors, architects, glazing consultants and curtain wall consultants, along with glazing contractors themselves. And basically we all got into a room, we started this out in Toronto in 2014. Uh, we all got into it, we all came together in a room and I think it was in the Sheraton at the time, um, and had a meeting of uh, meeting the minds to say, okay, what does it take to have a positive outcome? and put that into a big list of best practices, um, whittled it down a little bit to the most important pieces, most important systems, and then it evolved and was developed into a certification program. Um, what we're doing is we're going in and working with contractors. It's very much a team effort. Uh, we go with contractors and help them document how they meet those requirements and how they have those systems in place. So in a nutshell, Best yep. practices leading to best outcomes. It, 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 it's a great program. And, you know, it, it, it's interesting to me when you reference the, the people that were involved in making it. I, through, my, uh, through my meetings with you guys and, and, and seeing uh, com coming to some of the meetings, uh, I, I have met some of the more 
um, forward thinking and thoughtful uh, people in this industry. I have to say uh, in those groups, uh, these guys uh, really work hard on their businesses and are, are very professional and, and skilled. And uh, you know, I, I, you can see that in the program that's come out of it. I, I think it's, uh, it's really well-rounded. But listen, we could we could spend all day just talking about uh, either one of these uh, uh, programs, and we we have new stuff we're trying to get to. I, I'm going to encourage it, everybody, sort of right off the top, and then again at the end. What's the website, uh, Jeff? That uh, that people should go to um, for the NACC program. Yeah, NACCprogram.com. Okay, and for AGMT. For AGMT, it's AGMTprogram.com. That's pretty easy. So, okay, so I, I would encourage everybody for the sort of the big overview to go and look at those websites to, if, you, if you're wondering just exactly what it all is. We do, but we do have new things here we wanna talk about today. Uh, and I gotta get Ben in. Ben, go on AGMT and tell us what that program is all about. All right, the AGMT uh, does for the glazer what the NACC does for the glazing contractor. Right. Uh, as Jeff mentioned, uh, that the company that manages this also has product certifications and, and it's only as good as uh, how it's installed. Uh, the NACC looks at the company as a whole, their systems, their safety, their quality and so forth. The AGMT actually assesses the glazer, their knowledge, skills, and ability to perform the tasks that, they're set, that they set out to, to perform day in and day out. Uh, this is done through two means. It's done through a uh, knowledge-based test or a written test. Uh, it's a multiple choice, uh, two-hour test, which uh, looks at, I think, seven specific categories from glazing-related math to uh, equipment to uh, systems, uh, insulating glass, thing, just all parts of glazing, uh, glazing topics. Uh, and that's a two-hour multiple choice. After that, uh, there is a written, or a, excuse me, a, a performance-based test or a physical test uh, where they are uh, presented with a, a set of shop drawings, construction documents, instructions, materials, and uh, instructed to construct a curtain wall mock-up. Uh, a storefront door and sidelight uh, situation, and as well as doing some safety uh, assessments and sealing assessments, sealant, uh, structural sealant, uh, weather sealant, that type of thing. Uh, the entire physical test is about a six-hour test, uh, and there are four segments to it, and they have to pass all of them in order to become certified. It, it uh, assesses their fundamental skills of knowledge and abilities uh, to carry out typical glazing related tasks. And it's not for a, not for a new glazer, not for somebody coming into the uh, industry. Uh, they have to have the equivalent roughly of four years experience, uh, OSHA 10 uh, and other prerequisites before they can even sit for the exam. Awesome. And I, I, we're, we're very disappointed up here because we were uh, very much hoping to have uh, your man Josh uh, bring uh, his, uh, his rig uh, up here to Top Glass uh, in April and, uh, and show everybody uh, exactly what that physical test is all about. 
but uh, we know what happened to that plan. <laughs> best laid plans. <laughs> yeah, the best laid plans. But uh, we're 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 going to make that happen. Uh, uh, hopefully next year. Uh, uh, all things uh, all things working out. And uh, and it, it it was it, it is a it is an interesting rig, and they've 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 made these rigs that you know you guys can take around from place to place and uh, and easily put together and take apart. And of course, they all had to be made so that they could be built and then and then pulled apart and then built again. And uh, that 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 was a that was an interesting challenge. I that that AGMT program that you know the the neat thing too about that is um, you know I really enjoyed uh, again seeing. Uh, in some of the, the the videos and some of the presentations you guys have, just the grin on the faces of the of the of the guys when they when they get this thing. I mean, anybody who doesn't think that it means something to your uh, to your glazier and to your worker to get this kind of a recognition of their of their expertise, uh, you, you just have to see these pictures, right? If you see what they go through to to pass the certification, you, you can understand why it is such an achievement. Yeah, uh, for them. Yeah, yeah, and you, you, the pride is 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 just obvious. So it's it's really uh, it's really neat to watch, and uh, and I I hope people uh, I hope people get a look at that stuff. Anyway, it's that the on the topic of not being able to do things the way we normally do them. Um, staying with you, I guess, Ben. The the new thing is you guys have uh, opened up a remote element to uh, to the AGMT testing that uh, that that wasn't there before. Uh, tell us a bit about what you guys are doing to, I guess, I guess, help this continue on in the, in the middle of this stupid pandemic. Yeah, well, during the, in this environment that we find ourselves now, we're we're looking for ways to continue with the program. Uh, it's it's obvious we can't do a physical test remotely, uh, mm -hmm. but yeah. what we have managed to do is find a way to conduct the written test uh, in a remote format. Uh, we have uh, enlisted the services of a company that specializes in doing remote proctoring. Uh, without going into too much detail about the mechanics of it, the Glazer is able to sit at his own computer at home using his computer's camera as well as a cell phone camera that he sets off to the side mm -hmm. so that the proctors who are looking can see him from two different angles. Uh, and he has the test on his computer and he's able to conduct uh, or perform the test uh, from his computer while the proctors watch to see that obviously that he doesn't have any additional resources that he's using to, to, to answer the questions. Yeah, right. Uh, so there, we're able to, to do that. Uh, you can go on to the website, agmtprogram.com and sign up for this remote testing. Uh, we perform that testing, and then at that point, we'll have a pool of people that we can then decide where we need to go in order to do the physical test next. Uh, we're, we're looking for a, a, a pool of people that are, have taken the, the, the written test, passed it, and are ready to take the physical test at such time as we can get back out on the road with it. Right, right. Do, do you think... Um... It seems to me that doing the physical test, you at least conceptually, you'd be able to set that up so that it was sort of distanced. And, you know, if you were in at least an area where people were allowed to, you know, even be in the same building at all, um, you, you might be able to go forward with it. Do you, do you anticipate being able to do it even if things are still on lockdown or is it, is it pretty much something that's going to have to wait till it's all lifted? That's a good question. And I'm not really sure of the answer. 
Yeah. Uh, we're trying to crawl, I think, before we run yeah. uh, and, and get this part of it, the, the written test, under our belt and uh, gauge the interest in doing it that way before we look at uh, opening up the other test, even if it's on a limited basis. And this stuff is all ANSI accredited, right? So that's why, that's why you need to be very careful with the proctor and, you know, it can't be kind of a, you know. Exactly. Going. And in fact, we have had to solicit uh, or, or apply to ANSI to make certain that what we're, uh, what we're planning to do with the remote testing is uh, they'll approve it and that the uh, accreditation will still be ANSI accredited. Good stuff. Well, good luck with that. Um, and, and you say that the remote, the remote part of this is available pretty much now? It is, yes. Yeah. Okay, good, great. And they just go to the website and they'll find where to, uh, where to sign up for that if anybody's, exactly. anybody's interested in it. Neat. Well, over on the uh, NACC side, we have, uh, we have a new thing that's, uh, that's going on. Um, quality management workshops. Uh, Jeff, fill us in. What, what's new there? What's happening? Yeah, I guess, you know, it goes back to when, when life gives you lemons, try and make lemonade. And so as, uh, you know, the shutdown occurred and, and, uh, the stay at home orders, one of the things we, we, we immediately tackled was trying to make the program more user-friendly for contractors that are looking to become certified. And, We've always believed that one of the things that you have to do with any program is bring value. Um, obviously, it's a certification program. It's a way for contractors to differentiate, but there has to be a value to the things that you're offering to them in this certification. So one of the big, one of the big hurdles for contractors is to have quality management systems in place. It's just the nature of any trade industry that you have skilled tradesmen who have worked on projects, who have knowledge in their heads, um, trying to drive an organization to implement additional procedures in place, um, to tighten things up, to have quality control measures in place, verification um, procedures in place, so that they can verify end products uh, or, and verify work in progress, um, is something that I think is, it's time consuming for contractors to put in place. And it's also a bit of a mystery. Um, quality management systems are something that can greatly benefit and bring value to a contractor, but they take time to develop templates, develop ways of writing procedures, implementing procedures. So we've tried to bring examples along with um, explanations of each area of quality management systems together into workshops. There's five different workshops. Um, starting with an overview and then going into specific components of quality management systems. And what this does is it allows the contractor at their own convenience to work with us to go through an hour at a time, work through different workshops. And, and uh, the feedback that we've gotten from this is that this has created a, a better way for the contractors to look at this. Um, we've, had, we've heard, we've looked at quality management systems before as pieces and parts. This gave us an overview of what the entire project was before we got started on it. And being able to see the overall big picture, if you will, and then having examples, samples, and explanations of how to pull that together um, provides a roadmap for the contractor to get from start to finish. And um, 
you know, it's something that once you put it in place, obviously it has to be maintained, but once you have quality management systems in place, it's going to pay for itself over time because you're going to see, um, you know, again, we talk about this better outcome on projects, but what does that really mean? Well, it means improved bottom lines. There's less callbacks. There's less service work afterwards, smaller punch lists, less wasted material, um, less wasted man hours, and the list goes on and on of things that, you know, if quality is improved in the entire process, uh, it, it helps with the overall outcome. And that's not to say that contractors um, that we work with don't do a great job already, but it's one of those things when, when things are in writing and there's consistency, um, it's always going to lead to a better continuous improvement and better ongoing outcomes. And these, and these uh, systems are to some extent uh, customizable, aren't they, Jeff? I, 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 you guys work with the contractor. Uh, I mean, if they get right into it where they're, where they're you know, actually following the program. I mean, the workshops are what they are, but, but if, they're, if they're following your quality program, um, they have some ability to, to alter that for their own procedures, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, we, like to, we like to tell the contractors that it's important to keep this simple, first of all. It's also important to keep it relevant. So we could certainly step back and write a procedure for how they should do things, but that's not the intent of what we're trying to accomplish. What we're, in what we're trying to accomplish is that they say what they do, and then they follow that. In other words, look at the procedure for what they do or what they say they do. And then also along with that, developing evidence. Um, and what, when something is written down, um, when something is recorded, it's evidence that it's been done uh, in accordance with the procedure. So say what you do, do what you say, and have evidence to approve it. That's a big part of quality management systems. Hmm. A lot of us of a certain age are still... Um... Uh, uh, recovering from the trauma of the various ISO uh, uh, systems that were uh, floating around out there um, back in the day, 90s, uh, late 90s especially. Um, how, how would you say this is different from, from what people uh, think of as, you know, the, those, those ISO quality systems that were out there? Yeah, I think with, you know, ISO, ISO systems are, are wonderful and, uh, you know, not to, to provide any discredit to that. They're a little harder to implement in a, in a contractor environment because there's so many moving parts and pieces. Um, in a nutshell, it's, it's easier to implement quality systems in a, in a manufacturing environment where everything is under one roof. That's, while there's a shock for contractors, that's just not what's happening overall. So what we've done is we've worked with glazing contractors, we've worked with the industry, and uh, we've developed these quality management systems that are, if anything, ISO-like. Um, they're, they're not to the extent of paperwork and, and the pains that come with trying to put an ISO system together. They're designed to be simplified, but effective. Uh, we wanna make sure that, that the right points are addressed, the right, the right pieces are touched, the right items are checked. Um, however, we want to make sure that it's also an easy process um, so that it can be followed. It's, it's, always, uh, it's always challenging to put something in writing that's a 10-page procedure that nobody ever follows. Yeah. Uh, if you write something that's one page and it's concise steps that have been thought through, it, you, always, you always have the ability to follow that in an easier fashion. Ben, you've been out among them. Uh, 
I, I assume you've uh, you, you've been working with some guys who are who are following the uh, the NACC and the quality systems. Um, what what are you hearing from these guys when, when when you talk to them about about what they're doing with this stuff? It's really interesting as we go through the process and we go through the necessary requirements of a of a of a world class QMS, not to the level of an ISO, but uh, to to a standard QMS system. Uh, we hear people say, oh yeah, you know, that happens all the time and I really haven't known quite what to do about it, but this should take care of it. Or we hear somebody say that, you know, once I implemented a procedure for that particular process in my, in my business, the headaches for that went away. So I'm anxious to do it here, 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 and here. Uh, it, it's been really rewarding to see the, 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 the converts if you will, uh, who have that uh, glossy look in their eye when you first mention the quality management system, but when they see that it's really manageable, uh, it's not as complex as what you're talking about back in the day, the ISO yeah. uh, 9001 processes. It's, it's not that cumbersome, uh, and it makes sense for their business. Uh, it, you talked about adaptability. Uh, they have to be able to adapt it to their business or it's not going to work. You can't, you can't take a quality management system that company A used and overlay it onto your business and expect to get a benefit from it. And, and benefit is the key word. If people take these systems and they, and they utilize it in their business and embrace it, they really will see benefits far beyond just becoming NACC certified. Because uh, the benefits translate to to bottom line. It's one of those things that's hard to communicate, uh, you know, because uh, you meet the people that have that have done it and have gotten involved with it, and like you say, it's a, it's like they've had a religious experience. They're, they're, they become uh, they become very uh, very very keen on uh, on 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 all of this, and 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 really really uh, love the effects on their business. I, I sat. I sat where they sit, and and was required to implement a quality management system, and did not want to do it. Yeah, didn't have time to do it. Yeah. And uh, once I started to see some of the uh, initial benefits, I realized I really didn't have time to be doing anything else. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's how it works, and it's that whole thing of, of of working on what you might have thought was the low priority stuff, you know, now yeah. instead of being distracted by all the high priority stuff. And then suddenly, when you work on the low priority stuff, suddenly all of these, all of all, there's all this time, or somehow everything is running so much more smoothly. You 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 can do all the other stuff. You know, all the other stuff becomes easier. I don't, I'm not describing exactly. it right, but <laughs> yeah, it's 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 one of those. It's the old the old the old working on the business instead of in the business uh, uh, dichotomy. So yeah, so anyways, that that sounds like a great one, um, Jeff. Again, if people want to find out more about these. QMS workshops. So, so you say you can do, can you do some of that online or? We are, they're, they're, they're delivered through a, a webinar format. Right. So um, they're workshops that are, that we do uh, utilizing uh, go to meeting or zoom. And uh, we sit with the contractors individually and uh, a lot of contractors will bring some, you know, along with the owner or the president, some members of their team, they might bring in their lead project manager, they may bring in their shop foreman, they may bring in their, their uh, you know, lead field person. So 
Um, it's a way to kind of bring the team together and walk through it together. And it's easiest to implement if everybody's bought into it. Yeah. Um, the top down. But and you don't have, you don't have to be in the you don't have to be in the NACC program to do one of these, right? You do not. Um, we aren't we aren't making that a requirement that you're in the NACC program. Um, with that said, the intent of creating these is to help contractors move towards NACC certification. Right. Yeah. Right. Is there is there a cost to doing the to doing the workshops, sort of as a by themselves or? There's not. How are you doing there's that? Not. There you go. So there there's a chance for uh, for for people to try something out and uh, and 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 get their feet wet with it. And like like I say, I you know. The, the, the people I've spoken to that have been involved in, 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 in this program and, and even who've gotten involved in things like, uh, you know, continuous improvement and, and six Sigma and stuff like that. I mean, once, once you, once you get down that, once you get down that road a little bit, uh, it, it, the, the results in the business are so compelling. It seems like people just uh, really want to follow it along. So that's good stuff. Well, what else do we have to talk about uh, in the program, Jeff, you gave us a little, um, uh, you, you, you had a little update there the other day uh, for the board, um, and uh, I think there was some, was there news about Master Spec, or uh, what, what's going on there? Uh, there is. Um, when one, of the, you know, one of the driving factors of, of becoming certified is to be recognized for that certification, which ultimately, in a bid situation, if that's a requirement of the bid, um, and that contractor, glazing contractor, is certified, and that's part of the bid process. Um, so now in master spec under installer qualifications for various uh, areas of, Divi of, of Division 8, um, we are listed as a requirement for installer qualifications for the glazing sub. Um, so areas like uh, aluminum frame entrances, aluminum storefronts, uh, glazed aluminum curtain walls, structurally sealed curtain walls, slope glazing, glazing. Uh, we're in those sections uh, as installer requirements. Good stuff. Good stuff. And there was um, uh, something on the insurance side. I apologize. I'm weak on the details there, but uh, there was you had you had done some work on the insurance side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the one of the benefits of of uh, being certified is that. When you evaluate your safety systems, when you evaluate the, the quality processes uh, and have a third party working with you to do that, you're ultimately reducing your risk. How, you know, if you're reducing risk, that ties directly to insurance. And so we've seen, we've already seen contractors who have realized reductions in their insurance premiums uh, in the areas of general liability or workers' comp because they've gone through this certification process. Um, we've had some insurance companies have reviewed uh, what we do and uh, you know, have, have come back and dealt directly with the contractors. Uh, however, what we're also looking at, and we're in a, in a exploratory phase right now, is looking, looking at creating a captive insurance pod. Um, basically, that would be almost like a safety group um, where contractors that were certified would be looked at specifically by a carrier as, as a lower risk, um, more or basically a best in class, if you will. Uh, and that would, bring, that would bring benefits to the insurance company to identify best in class and be able to offer insurance coverage to that. In a captive situation, 
there may also be some benefits where instead of the insurance company holding all the funds, there is a, there is a method, and I, I won't go into the details of it right now, and I probably would not do it justice, but there is a method where the uh, contractor can benefit from some of their, uh, the, some of the, the reduced risk by allowing some of the reserves to be held under that contractor's entity instead of by the insurance company. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. I bet I better be careful what I say because I'll say the wrong thing. I, that that insurance jargon gets me tripped up every time. I, I wanted to say it. I wanted to say a self insurance program because I've seen that in other industries, but uh, it, it it it's probably it's got to be something a little short of that because those usually require a heck of a lot of capital. But uh, anyways, that's but yeah. So at any rate, you can definitely you can definitely get advantages right on the on the insurance. Absolutely, we're gonna leave insurance to the experts, but uh, you know we're yeah. we're seeing that there's certainly some benefits that can be brought from uh, you know from this certification and recognize a specific group of best in class. Neat. Um, w- one other thing I wanted to touch on with you, Ben, quickly was um, was uh, you know up here, <clears throat> if you want to be a, if you want to be a certified glazier. And 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 sort of be be recognized in the in the profession. Um, the route to that uh, is frequently through the union. Uh, uh, IU Pat, uh, you're you know typically you would be in the union. You'd you'd get your ticket. You'd go the apprenticeship route, and and not that those two things have to be together, but they always are. <laughs> um, and uh, and and tell me, but but you guys have had actually a tremendous amount of enthusiasm from from IOPAD for this for this program. Um, why don't you tell me a bit about how you've been working with the unions and uh, and and what the experience has been there? Uh, Jeff, that's probably something you should feel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> I, I will say this: uh, that this is not a union program. Right. It's right. open to union or non-union. It makes no difference. In fact, we have certified both union and non-union glazers. Yeah, uh, just as NACC is open to the entire industry. Well, and that's why it's that's why it's interesting to me that you, that that there's been this great cooperation with the unions. I mean, that's yeah. yes, yeah, it's been a terrific relationship. Yeah, I, I think that you know the the telling piece of this is is this is this has been designed to be an open industry program. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's union or non-union, and every time we've we've called out for support, whether it was um, bringing subject matter experts together to put this program together, or whether it was calling on the industry to, um, you know, evaluate evaluate items and and create test questions for us, it's been something where we've had support from again manufacturers and glazing contractors, glazers themselves, um, union support. It's been wonderful that we've had this this um, you know large level of support from all over the industry. Uh, I, it's it's obvious with uh, some of the some of the programs that the union has in place for training that that is a path to training a, a glazer so that they can become certified. Mm-hmm. Um, on the non-union side, there's been work to you know with where glazers have to do uh, go through on-the-job training. Uh, there's some other industry programs that they can go through to receive some some uh, online training or uh, other training courses. And so it's a, it's a way for them to develop as well. But um, you know, whether it's union or non-union, the program has been uh, very successful and we're, we're very pleased with the outcomes. 
Well, it's 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 nice to see it's nice to see everybody working together with that. And uh, yeah, I, I I know I came out of left field on you guys with that one, but it was just it occurred to me while you were talking that uh, that it's always that's always been a remarkable feature of of both the programs and that and especially the that that AGMT program is uh, is something that uh, that I know the guys are really are really keen on. Well, listen, guys, we've uh, we've covered the ground, I think, pretty well. Uh, unless there was anything else uh, you guys wanted to get into. We're, yeah, we're, 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 we're looking pretty good. Um, I, I want to thank both of you for, uh, for joining us today, uh, to talk, uh, a little bit about, uh, these programs, uh, NACC and AGMT, uh, Jeff, those websites again. It's, uh, NACCprogram.com. Right. It's the North American contractor certification. And then for AGMT, the Architectural Glass and Metal Technician Program, it's agmtprogram.com. And if, uh, if anyone wants to sign up for a program, you can do that right on the website. And you can also contact us either through the Contact Us button or there's contact information as well on there to, to email us directly. And uh, we'll be happy to help. We'd love to have conversations and um, try to, to clarify what we're doing and the reason that we're doing and uh, doing this and the benefits that it can bring to both the contractors, the glazers, as well as the entire industry. Guys, I want to thank you for updating the program today. Uh, it's been a little while since we talked, so it was time to uh, it was time to get the refresher out there so everybody knows what's going on. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be hearing and seeing more from you soon. I hope. Uh, definitely want people to uh, look for the uh, AGMCC booth at uh, Top Glass next time around. And uh, thank you, uh, Jeff Dalaba, uh, Ben Beeler. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you very much, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks for listening to Glass Talk. You can find this episode at glasscanadamag.com or on the major podcasting services. Glass Talk is a presentation of Glass Canada Magazine and Annex Business Media.